What is up guys? Welcome to Queche. I'm your host Brian Queche. We are at the Queche compound. Lovely weather. Lovely day to be having a podcast. You know, I'm with, I'm with a CEO, a YouTuber, an entrepreneur. She has over a million views on TikTok. You know, my perspective very subjective. I think she's one of the best YouTubers in South Africa. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> I'm with the one and only Kamuhelo Laka. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's Kamu. I have. Yeah, I don't have anything more to say. Thank you for <laughs> having me. Yeah, here. nah. You know, I've known you since primary, and you know, I'm so happy how you know things have gone for you so far. From Thank you. Primary to high school. Now I see that. It's an upward trajectory, mm. you know, with the YouTube, you know, you have so many subscribers on YouTube and you have so many other businesses growing for yourself. Mm. You know, I'm really from the side as a friend that have known you for so long. I'm really proud of you. Thank I'm you. really, really proud Thank of you. Thank you very much. I'm really, really proud of you. I think because I don't hear that a lot. So it's it's yeah. nice to hear it. Thank nah, you. I'm really proud of you. So first thing first, you know, I saw how you posted stuff on your Instagram you know how you've enjoyed um your december how was your december how was your december um my december was nice um mm -hmm. very calming very grounding mm -hmm. um and then it became a bit of a lifestyle moment when i went for like, a little vacay with just my sister and my little brother what do you, what do you mean lifestyle moment what do you mean by that um like, because for example like when you go on vacay that's not that's not necessarily the life you're living every day True, true, true. Right, true, so true, true, true. hence I'm saying it was a lifestyle moment. True, like, true, true. Yeah, in that moment, I experienced something else outside of what I usually live true. in or experience every true, day. True. Hence, I'm calling it that because it was a mm -hmm. lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think let me still plug myself on YouTube. You guys will see the vlog I'm talking about. It's a very big house, full bedroom, very beautiful. And that's what I'm referring to as my lifestyle change. Go check that out. Yeah, because that's not my everyday lifestyle, by yeah. the way. And it's true what you said because like vacations, I take me personally. I think I take vacations as like a way to potentially see what your future life might be. Like mm -hmm. it, it prepares, not prepares you, but you could it makes you see the bigger world out there. Like it opens up your eyes. Exactly. You yeah. know when you, example, when you even go on vacation overseas, mm. you might end up even wanting to live overseas. Mm, exactly. You know, maybe one day. So that's I feel like that's the benefit, the advantage of mm. having a vacation, even yeah. though it can be costly depending on where you're going. Yeah, it shows you life outside of your life. That's true. It that's shows true. you that there's more out there. You can have that's true. So much more. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I saw that you went to um, Limpopo as well, and how was Limpopo? Um, it was very grounding. It mm -hmm. was the perfect reset after a whole year. I want to say a whole year of work, but mm -hmm. a part of me feels like I can't say that because I feel like I did not really put in a lot of work. But after a whole year of just doing different things, rather, it was the perfect reset, you know, time to ground yourself so that, like, you're prepared for the following year, mm -hmm. you know, so you know what direction you're taking. Because when you're too busy sometimes, you don't 
you sort of lose yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you maybe sometimes even lose focus or sight of what it is you want for yourself or what future you're working towards. Mm-hmm. So when you go to places like that, it sort of helps you disconnect because number one, the network somehow is always bad. Mm-hmm. So it forces That's a true. disconnect. Also, so are you the the side of Limpopo? Do you go to like the rural side of Limpopo? Yes, I do. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. So it be, because of that, like when there's load shedding, there's also no network. Yes. It's yeah, it's a duo. Yes. So when there isn't any network, the only thing there is to do is to be with family. Yes. And if it's yes. not that, is you're alone in your brain, in your head. There aren't distractions anymore. There's no TikToks, no Instagram. Mm-hmm. There is no entertainment of any kind. Mm-hmm. It brings that togetherness, the fact that there's no Wi-Fi, there's no... It's, it does, it know, does. Because now you're spending, actually time, spending time with the family. Yeah. You guys are talking, you're yeah. hearing stories from back then. Yeah. You know, some of it is motivating you that, okay, maybe yeah. my life should go in this direction. Yeah. You know, maybe when you're sitting alone, you're no longer distracted, you start thinking that, yeah. I should have done this differently. Yeah. Yeah. And moving forward, this is what I want. Yeah. So yeah, that was a perfect reset. It grounded me, and yeah, I think, I think it's much needed time. Like yeah. going back home, to mm-hmm. your roots, really. Definitely, mm. definitely. You know, you put it well said there. You put Thank it well you. said because, like, you know, we live in you live um, comparing urban life and rural life is something mm. different. Mm. Where, I mean, urban life, in my opinion, you can spend hours on hours on your digital watching tv on your phone mm. you know when you go to the rural side side of things you know there they grow stuff naturally mm. you know they do stuff naturally there's that togetherness amongst people you know there is there's that togetherness amongst people that's why you can find that people have known each other for so long when you go to the rural side of things because exactly. there's that to- um sort of togetherness out mm. there so no i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad so um you know, I see how you live on Instagram and... How do I live know. on Instagram? No, 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 not in a bad way. Like, I'm just seeing your stories. Like, you know, okay. you're enjoying life. I see you enjoying life. Mm-hmm. What's your perspective on life? Because from the outside, mm. the viewers can see that you're enjoying life. Mm. And, you know, the posts you put, the things you post on Instagram, mm-hmm. you're smiling on your Instagram uh, posts. Mm-hmm. There's that joyfulness mm-hmm. when people see your mm. Instagram posts. So, in your perspective, what's your... What's your perspective on life? And you, it can be subjective, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. um, because you mentioned that I look happy. I mean, they're definitely sad moments. They're definitely sad times. Mm-hmm. But I think when you put too much of that out, you're telling people that that's all you focus on. And I've never seen any good come out of showing people that you're always sad. That's true. That's or showing true, people that true. you're always depressed. That's true. Unless it's a cry for help, then definitely. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I think for me, it's like, Honestly, with life, you get what you focus on. Um, so if I always focus on being happy, if I focus on being okay with the circumstance I might be in now, then I guess I get that back. And yeah, I want to say life is basically like a give and take. Mm-hmm. So What you give off, you receive, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even in general, like if we're just speaking universe to you, for those that don't believe in God, I'll use the word universe. But basically from god to you what you give you receive back like if even even the bible says that god helps those who helps themselves so for example if you're always sad and you're always focusing on that there's nothing like there's no there isn't really help that can come in that's compared true, to true, if true. you are sad and you say oh, you know what i'm gonna get up and take a walk so i can uplift my energy that's then true. the result of that is your energy will be that's uplifted true, that's true, you know that's what i'm true, saying yeah, yeah. so it's basically like that. it's a given taking that regard like life is a yin and yang it balances itself out um i, I read a book um, from my little brother's boyfriend and it basically was saying that in life um, 
they can't be good unless there is bad and that can't be bad unless there is good mm-hmm. so it's i think life is exactly that that's true no you yeah. put it in a good way you know I'm, i feel like you're the type that reads books a lot because i mean to get that type of knowledge you know you can't get it on just watching tv but that i was just in the right place at mm. the right time and that mm. book was there I see. yeah but i have read a couple of books I haven't finished them I see. but i think i read when i can and where i actually have the energy to i struggle mm. reading so the book mm-hmm. has to be really really interesting i can't say one book that i've read and finished it's the alchemist by i think it's paulo coelho i don't know how mm. to say his name mm-hmm. beautiful book it's a very spiritual book but oh. yeah so because there was a spiritual book and because yes, there was something yes, yes. I was into i was able to finish it mm-hmm. and hence i was also able to actually read this book to the point where i realized what it was saying mm-hmm. because it was a spiritual book as well mm-hmm. yeah mm, interesting interesting you know i've known i know that you've um been doing youtube for approximately five years right since 2018 right i think it could be more but no no actually it could, it could just be 2018 no? mm, i think 2018 what? is a date i, mm-hmm. I can't remember i mm-hmm. personally can't remember mm-hmm. mm. how is that feeling like you know holding a camera in front of people for the first time mm. like um, doing a vlog for the first time like how is that feeling like there was obviously nerves. I was like, mm. people are looking at me, people are asking themselves, what is this girl doing? Mm. But then I realized that there's no other way I can get it done. That's true, that's true. Except by doing it exactly like this. Yes. So I guess... To show your content out there. Exactly. And I mean, I didn't have a phone. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't have a phone where I could just, you know, like a selfie so I can yeah. see that's what's happening. I actually had like a Kodak camera. One of those digital cameras where um, I just had to use the back and hope that the angle was actually showing yeah. me properly. Yeah, so I did um, use that and I just had to do it. There's nothing I can do except do it because mm-hmm. I did want to take videos at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think from there, I realized that honestly, people are always watching. People will always keep watching. Mm-hmm. And even if they do see you doing that, mm-hmm. I think two minutes later, once they pass, they already forgot that they saw you. They focus on something else. That's true. So That's it's true. pointless to focus on other people That's what ha- what other people have That's to say true. because they also have their lives that they live. They That's have true. no reason to focus on a stranger with a camera in their hand. That's true. So it's literally just like, okay, they could like talk about you for a split second. Oh my god, this person has a camera, what are they doing? But then next thing they be like, Oh my god, did you see that car? That's true. You know, they're That's talking true. about the next hot thing. That's so true. to be honest, just do you really You shouldn't care about what people think about at you. all. Because you put it into good perspective. I mean, even though you're doing something that you think the society might not accept. Or you think the society might find, you know, what is like what is Weird, the person doing? Yeah, they might they'll only have that vision for like the first few seconds and after that and it's they done. Don't care. They won't even talk about you no. later on. Tomorrow they'll forget about you. Exactly. You know, now you put it into It's into, like a fly passing in their eye yes, in their life. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So from then mm. uh vlogging, what made you take YouTube more seriously? Like when you were like, No, I, I really wanna mm. take it more seriously. I think I, for a very long time, it was my brand to say YouTube is a hobby. Mm-hmm. I used, I always said that all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got really close to Tato and he started showing me that there is money in this mm-hmm. thing. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is why these people take these things seriously. They're making bank. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I'm not going to make bank and I actually like doing this thing? I think actually I need to capitalize on this thing Definitely. and also make bank. So that's when I started taking and it seriously. If you enjoy doing it, it then it's feel easy. Like you're exactly. Not working, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, you know what? Mm, I think this, 
brand thing of YouTube is a hobby must die. And that's mm-hmm. when it died. Mm-hmm. And I started taking it as, okay, I'm making money from it. This is an income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe in multiple streams of income. So I was like, you know yes, what? Here's yes, another one. Let's yes. go. Because I feel like, okay, from me watching your YouTube videos, I feel like YouTube opened doors for you in terms of now creating your own business now. Creating your own um, clothing brand. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. now you can um, advertise that your lo- uh, clothing brand, uh, mm. Locker Collections, where you can advertise Definitely. on YouTube. Mm. Like by Locker and your event mm-hmm. company, where you can um, advertise on YouTube. You're mm-hmm. even a poet as well. I, I am, I'm scared to say I am because mm-hmm. I don't want you to like, you know how they say I'm a rapper. It's like, okay, give me bars or that's cute, that's I'm cute. a comedian. Yeah. Tell yeah. me a joke. Yeah. Make me laugh. Yeah. So yeah. I am a poet, but yeah. I think oh, I just so much say it. I, I write when I'm feeling something. I so if I think, um, I've always been someone that it was hard. I never grew up in a place where I could express my pain. Okay. And so I use poetry as a way to express why, that. Why, why do you say you never grew up in a place what couldn't you tell the people close to you about, yeah okay yeah exactly that. They judge you on the things you um i don't know what my young self was thinking but maybe that but also maybe i just never felt safe to open up or speak mm-hmm. so i was just like you know what i will put all of these feel- feelings onto paper and then mm-hmm. you know a little bit because you know how they people like to say just let it out like speak to someone at least you know you'll feel better so i guess the pen and paper was my someone interesting yeah. interesting and i know you do a type of poetry called a uh, caption poetry mm. what is what is caption poetry it's exactly what i'm saying i guess i would use moments in life where i wanted to express myself and felt like i could not mm-hmm. and so i did that using i guess graphics that also relayed what i was feeling to a certain extent or or graphics that were related to what i was feeling and then the poetry would just be on the caption so i was like you know i'm gonna mm. call it caption poetry Mm. yeah so that explain oh sorry 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 for no no i was like, done yeah on your instagram because i saw you even have an instagram page of your caption poetry yeah. where i i re- later realized that it's just pictures with no captions so oh yeah do you mean like the actual graphics on the page yeah on your instagram uh po- uh your instagram poem page yes 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 yeah it's just because i feel like they it relates to mm, to what you're feeling on the yes day. or what i'm about to speak about in the actual like poem or the piece that i'm about mm-hmm. to like write yeah mm-hmm. uh, so i i i can recall last year around no two years ago my bad two years ago 2021 mm-hmm. you even uh addressed your poems in front of like a group of people how was that like I did. I think my first, the first time I performed was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I performed um, a poem titled Perfection. Perfection. My second time performing it was at, it was at a small, it was, mm. it was actually on my old YouTube channel before it got hacked. But it mm. was a mall and basically, you know where there's certain malls where they're like live performances or bands? Yes. So there was yes. a band there and I just, I think I just happened to speak to the person one time when I was in observatory and they said, dude, listen, we are performing at this mall this weekend. How about you pull through and you perform your poem? And I'm like, listen, I'm down. So it was my second time. My third time, it was in like a, I'm going to call it a club, but it wasn't like a club at the time. They were doing poetry. There were so many other artists there. A poetry club, basically. But yeah. Not really a poetry club, but it was like a like a poetry session, like a, a, a poetry listening session. Yeah, and then that was my third time performing it. And every single time, there's always one constant feeling. Always nerve. I'm always nerve, nervous, yeah. Because yeah. it's nerve-wracking just stand in front of people. And also, you don't even know if the audience is going to receive anything you're saying. So just run with it um but 
yeah the one thing i've always learned from all of those experiences always be prepared mm-hmm. and if you're prepared then how you express yourself and relay it giving off energy to people exactly yeah. Yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah. so then because if you're nervous in front of the people that's what they get they also exactly. they also feel that oh my gosh she's nervous because exactly. i've been in a crowd where someone was performing i'm like shame she's nervous exactly. but now if you get there you know what you're doing you'll exactly. have confidence conf- and it will exactly. go well then everything exactly. is fine oh, interesting yeah and even the nerves go down mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Wow, interesting interesting so do you see doing are you gonna postpone on your instagram on your um youtube are you gonna maybe post um you performing a poem in the future probably because every single time well the two times that i did perform it it was really kind of like unplanned it was in the heat of the Mm. moment i'm like you know i'm gonna just do it Mm. yeah so it's very possible maybe even host a poetry listening session or have people come through because i think that was the first thing i actually wanted to do when i landed in cape town because mm-hmm. it was the only thing that i was really doing i was really doing pushing poetry more than anything and i thought you know what i'm going to get to cape town and i'm going to do this thing and it is when i was trying to put that together that i met ruby and this is the person that allowed me to perform with their band alongside their band mm-hmm. at the mall but yeah maybe to answer your question mm-hmm. it's possible i don't know i don't know what the future holds but we'll see. Yeah. Mm, since it's another area you can reopen in your mm. in your life. Um, mm. Mm. I, I see that you also have a lot of you have way a lot of subscribers on YouTube and you have so many views on like you average ten thousand more even more on mm. the YouTube um, mm. videos. What's the process of making a video, a YouTube video worth ten thousand views like? How, what's the editing process? What's the okay you know, the do's and don'ts? I'm not gonna lie. I think. I make those numbers because of a reality show I was on, on YouTube then. I think people just were like, who the hell is this girl yeah. going at our little star? Yeah. Who is she? Yeah. So now I like, want to find out who this girl is. Yeah. And then some of them, unfortunately, ended up liking me. Mm. So they stay. And then mm. some, I feel like, still come back and be like, okay, you know, I just want to see what what is going on mm. with her life. Mm. Yeah. But outside of that, I think that gave me a foundation to a certain extent. But outside of that, I do think that my content is a little bit enjoyable. I think there's some mm-hmm. people that can enjoy it. I personally enjoy my content. So I think there are other people that relate. And some I get comments like, um, watching your videos is very like therapeutic and feels very peaceful. So that's the energy thing I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So there mm-hmm. are some people that can tell that, okay, I'm not this girl that's just trying to fight the whole world. Yes, you yes, know? yes, yes. But, and for that reason, they stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in terms of like, the process that goes into the editing, a, an hour long, um, let me just say content or clips that are like an hour long, and this is for like one vlog, it could take me like over five hours to edit. <laughs> even six seven it just takes a very long time to get it to what you want to. so that's what perfection is perfection takes time yeah and the thing yeah. is that's also the reason why people watch for the length that they do yeah you know or the views are at the level that they are at as well yeah. because it's like that you can tell that there is effort yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely. so yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess that also contributes. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're best, no. Yeah. But there's effort. That I feel like there's effort. I go yeah. through a lot when I edit those things, so I feel like there's effort. Yeah. So I think there are other people that be like, you know what, there's effort here, and I don't mind watching this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But how I make those numbers consistently, I have no idea. Because mm-hmm. I'm not consistent either. Like, I haven't uploaded in a very long time, but I know if I upload a vlog, I'm going to kind of get them the same amount of views mm-hmm. how they stay how they keep coming back i don't know 
glory be to god i guess to be honest that's all i can say but yeah that's basically the youtube situation now one yeah. thing i can say okay from my perspective why i would think that people stay is because when i watch your vlogs you make it seem as if I'm there. You make it seem as if the viewer is there. Okay. Like the way you angle your 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 camera, mm. the way you angle your phone, like you put on one wall there, you put it outside. Mm. You make it feel as if the person's there. And I think that's what made people enjoy. I think that's what made you have a lot of views mm. because you made it seem as if the person's actually there. Okay. You know, you're... I'll be sure to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, nah. Going back, you spoke about our YouTube then. Mm. Going back to that, you know, would you... Because, you know, it's it's basically you and other well-known YouTubers on the world. Mm. Mm. How was that experience like being clashing with egos, I could put it that mm. way, clashing with e if you if I can put it that way? Mm. How was that experience like staying under one with people that... With YouTube is that mm. you know are well known in South Africa. Yeah, they were yeah, bigger than me, by the way. I, I think I was still around like two thousand subscribers at the time, and I was around people that had over forty, over ten, over sixty, and it was. I think it's hard. Like when you're on YouTube, it's hard not to sort of be familiar with YouTubers or know a little bit about them or know that okay, this person exists so with that i knew that okay this person does exist we might not get along because i mean you can watch a person's video and learn who they are or learn who or the kind of person they are mm -hmm. so i sort of like already knew to expect a little bit of clashing mm -hmm. because it's like i know you like to be the queen in a room yeah and i'm not the type of person to I make you feel you. like that especially yeah, I, I have no reason to and your numbers are no reason to make me I do that you. so i already knew that there might be a problem hence even in the intro of a youtube and i said if they receive me fine i receive them fine and unfortunately things took a turn but mm. it was to be honest if i'm going to speak about how it was received when it all came out it was just like, oh my God, the whole world. I got people texting me, people calling me, come where you're trending. And like, people are saying this about you. And I'm like, I thought I should just check up on you because I know you're not like this, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, bro, there, there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening right now. And it is what it is. Um, so, sorry to cut you. So mm. would you say the show painted a bad <sighs> image on you? Would you say? No, that was mm -hmm. who I was. Okay. What people saw was me. Yes, yes, yes. They saw, Being real, yes. yeah, they saw exactly who I am. Yes. So even tomorrow, when you step on my head and I jump on you, you yes. won't be surprised. I'll refer you back to that show. Did you see a YouTube then? Mm -hmm. I don't take lightly to disrespect. So mm -hmm. they do not pay me in any light. Mm -hmm. They showcase who I can be when mm -hmm. I'm disrespected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think my own page showcased the other side of me, the peaceful side of me, the happy, mm -hmm. joyful part of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't say it painted me in a bad light. I think if it painted anyone in a bad light, it was everybody else, not me. Ooh. Yeah. Why would you say that? I'm going to focus on one person because mm. the fight was, and, okay, not fight, the disagreement was more with one person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It painted mm -hmm. Naledi in a bad light. Number one, you're an adult. You're going to speak back and forth like that with someone younger than you. Mm -hmm. If anything, if you're in this house saying that, you were here and you're promoting togetherness and you're promoting, you know, growing as YouTubers, working together, collaborations. That's, you did not do that. Mm -hmm. You basically said, I'm the queen and I'm... Anyways, point is... <laughs> mm -hmm. Point is, I feel like 
it painted her in a negative light because it did not showcase any togetherness or collaboration part mm -hmm. of, in any part mm -hmm. of her. She said, no, um, I was the problem, my energy was off. But I mean, prior to what was being shot, there were energy exchanges at the table. So you can tell when someone is not really feeling you. You can tell when someone is treating other people differently. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, also everybody else was one way in the house and then became another way outside. So no, we we were trying to get along with her. No, you were not. You did not at any point come and speak to me and say, hey, are you okay? I know we're not good. I know we're not friends, but I can see what's happening in the house is, you know, everything fine. No, no, no. People, hence the fake part of things. Mm. Yeah, so everybody was one way in the house and then another way once everything came out. Now it's like, we want to talk to her, we want to fix things as though that's who they are. And it's like, no, you're doing this because you want to look good in the eye of the public. That's all it is. Would you say that they were one way because maybe they probably knew the other YouTuber and they, they didn't know you? Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they. I think it was like, okay, I'm familiar with this person, we're going to stick to the side and i don't know who you are so i'm just gonna like keep my distance which is perfectly fine i did the exact same thing but i think i think the only problem was that i wasn't i did the distance thing with the one person that everyone was trying to be cool with mm. yeah so it was just like okay i was not the outcast because everyone was trying to be cool with this individual mm. and i'm not there mm. yeah so it's just like so also you felt left out of did you feel oh yeah definitely that? like i mm -hmm. felt i definitely left like the, I, I felt like i was the odd cast definitely left out mm -hmm. but i didn't feel like oh my god this is so sad for me yes at the moment the moment it was just like okay why why is this happening it's not a nice experience to go through but it was also just like this is who they are like sometimes people in the industry want to just be closer to other bigger people in the industry because it benefits them and then if you they are put in a position where they have to choose they're going to choose the one that's bigger in the industry mm -hmm. because there's more benefits i mean you have one subscriber what am mm -hmm. i doing being your friend mm -hmm. and going against this person with what a hundred thousand subscribers or mm -hmm. whatever subscribers they have mm -hmm. uh i think i'm not going to do that i'll stick this side even though i don't agree i'll just keep quiet mm -hmm. so when it comes out i can say oh no i wasn't also doing that but you really were mm -hmm. yeah which is basically a summary of the house mm -hmm. yeah so from that whole experience do you see you probably see yourself only your own reality TV show. Your um, own. It's possible. I have mm -hmm. spoken about it once too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I have spoken about it once. And I just basically mentioned it in passing, to be honest. And I said I'd want to have this type of house. And then, obviously, I'm not in the position where I can, you know, afford that. I'm not in the position to be able to do that. So it stopped there. It stopped at the conversation. It really it didn't even really become a conversation. I just mentioned it, that I actually, I think I even posted it on my status at one point. I'm like, I actually want um, this type of thing, like a, basically like a reality show. Mm. Yeah. So whether it's coming in the future, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is it something I've thought about definitely? Mm -hmm. Is it something that will happen? Might not. I, I can't answer that. You can't predict the future. Exactly. You know, nobody exactly. can. Nobody can. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, I don't know if there might be a season two of Are You YouTube in. I also don't know. If there ever was, would you be part of it? If there ever will be. be um, if there ever was, and I like was if, asked Let's say to the be... whole stuff Are You YouTube then is like, come move, you know, we want you in season two of Are You YouTube then. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't say no. Mm -hmm. I'd be down for it. I don't have a, I, I don't have a problem with human interaction. I love mm -hmm. human interaction, if anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, and maybe, and, and maybe there needs to be an element of truth in it because mm -hmm. there's a lot of. 
there's a lot of fakeness when it comes to people on YouTube and social media. So, and I'm not saying I'm the realest person out there. No, I'm not saying that. But mm-hmm. um, I'd, I'd like to believe that I'm the one, I am someone that doesn't mind speaking up on things. So I wouldn't mind speaking up on other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anything, I love making people aware of things that they shy away from taking note of. Yeah, because it's like, why are you sweeping this thing under the carpet? It's in your face. Look at it. Because I feel like we live in a society that likes to do that. We sweep things under the carpet. act like we're not seeing it. And for me, it's just like, no way. Why are we doing that? That's mm-hmm. not real. That's not. This is not the that's life we're living. Yeah. Look at it. This is mm-hmm. what we're living at. Living mm-hmm. worth a living. The type of life we're living. But yeah. And I also feel like, from our perspective, season two, it'll be totally different from season one. Now, now Probably. your fans now, your fans will now be on your side now. Now they'll mm. see because judging from now, watching your YouTube videos now, how seeing the yeah. type of person you are, they'll actually feel as if. Okay, now we can be on her side because they exactly, know who she is. Exactly. It compared to season one when, yeah. as you said, it felt like the whole world was... No, no, know, not the whole world. Just in the house, the people in the house. Mm-hmm. The world part, it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if someone you you know and are always watching and you've always ex- you've also heard their sad stories, you've sympathized with them here and there, you've, you've felt like you get them, you relate with them, and then some random person that is new, decides to, like, fight with them, mm. you stop looking at what actually happens. It's like, nah, I'm on this person's side. So, for that reason, I don't... I, I, I get why the world portrayed me the way they did. Or, mm. I can't say the world, the other town's big. But I get why the people that watch the YouTube and portrayed me the way they did, or received mm. me the way they did. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you know, it's the first time seeing you. They don't even know you. Exactly. They don't even know you. And I don't I, shame. Hey, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. Mm-hmm. It's really fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, YouTube in USA. You know, we know it's big. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. In is big. Mm-hmm. You know, would you say and South and YouTube in South Africa is getting to that point? Would you say that? Would At you agree with pace? me? Would you agree that? You know, maybe soon. Maybe give it a few years that it might be on the level. Is, in the US? No, not no, 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 no. Um, no. I think for some content creators, mm-hmm. sure. But majority of the South African content creators, no. You see one go to do this, you're gonna all go oh, and yeah. do that same yeah, thing. Yeah, you you're no yeah. longer trying to innovate. You're no longer trying yeah. to be different. I'm not gonna lie. I avoid watching South African vloggers. Mm. It's, they, they were not bash people. Point is, it's just it's the same thing everywhere mm, interesting it's the same thing everywhere and it's kind of boring so there's no way so the african content creation can elevate if the entire industry is doing the exact same thing and now they have that's to wait true. for one person to change something and they're like oh that's a new thing let's hop on that's exactly so exactly. no and if you look in the u.s there's so much versatility that's true. and i think maybe it's because all of these people also come from different backgrounds you that's get true. korean people you get british people you get nigerians you get that's true, that's true, so that's and true. all of these different people will create differently and obviously the level at which they will create will be obviously different because um, the place that they're in is different but there's versatility that's true. south africa come on mm. we're looking at the same people just speaking about different things using the same lingo playing the same games just it's it's the same thing so in your opinion what would you do in like to be to become an innovator what would you have you had any things to create like something new and mm. new trend to be honest 
I think I just really avoid because it's so easy to sort of bite off of people that you watch. So I personally mm -hmm. avoid watching South African YouTubers mm -hmm. because I, there are people that are good and there are elements in their creation that is good. And when you're watching each other, that is why we end up having content that's the same because you're watching each other. So you take this thing here, someone else takes this thing from you and that's what's always similar. So mm -hmm. for me, I personally avoid watching them for that particular reason. I don't want to be like South African YouTubers. Mm -hmm. I want my stuff to be a little bit different. So I watch content creators from abroad. Mm -hmm. right maybe my content might be similar to the people that i watch about but that's because that's where i'm drawing inspiration but if you're south african content creator and you're watching south african content creators that's your inspiration that's and that true, is why true, you will create true. similar things you get me so i just avoid watching them for that particular reason and i'm not gonna lie some my sister watches them so if maybe like i'll be watching tv and i see a search i may be like you know what i don't even know who to watch and we click into it i'm like this person is actually good but because I've stopped myself from watching them, I don't know that. Mm. I just know their names. You get mm. me? You heard but, of them. Exactly. But when I watch it, I'm like, okay, this is actually good stuff. But then I always remind myself that do not dwell on it too much because now you're going to try and bite this, exactly. bite that. Especially if they have a lot of views from it. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, I think that also helps me to have an element of originality. But I've, even then, I can't really say it's originality. I'm getting inspiration from somewhere else. So... Yeah, I guess it goes back to the whole life is a give and take thing. I guess US creators are giving me inspiration mm -hmm. and I'm taking that and giving it to the other, so, to the, yeah, to South Africans. And maybe that's also the reason why people might be willing to watch my stuff because mm -hmm. there's an element of it that's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, that's a good point you notice. I also noticed that going back to the YouTube, I remember this, this is your second um, YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, on your old YouTube channel, you had diff variety of stuff going mm, from vlogs, mm. going from, you know, you doing challenges, you mm. doing different stuff. Mm. You know, but it came to my mind that there was a period where, you know, you went on YouTube because mm. you were hacked mm. on your first YouTube channel. How, how did you, if I may ask, how did you get hacked and did you possibly try to recover it? How's the recovery process I, in that? I tried so hard to recover it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I used to say YouTube doesn't want me on its streets at that time. Mm -hmm. um, I got hacked. I don't know how. I just I was actually on YouTube when this thing happened. And on YouTube, on the top right corner, it shows your profile, like your picture or your channel uh, picture. So I just I was on YouTube and I noticed because I was editing at the time. And I think I was just trying to look for um, copyright free music. So then I noticed that that logo switches from my profile to sign in. So in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe Google is just doing its thing. I don't know. It's not deep. I'll just, I'll look at it in a couple of minutes because I'm busy. I continue for a few minutes. I do what I was doing. And I'm like, okay, let me actually sign back in because why? What's happening? When I sign back in, why is this thing telling me that incorrect password? And then it says your password was changed five hours ago. It was on YouTube. How was it changed? Mm. I literally tried over and over. It doesn't work. I, I tried, forgot password. And the credentials that are there to retrieve your password are not mine. So it's not my number. Oh. It's not my email. So they're like, okay, there's this person that's doing it locked me out completely. There's no way I can get this thing back. Dude, I kept on saying recent pin, recent password, knowing very well these messages are not coming to me or this email is not coming to me. But it's like I, I had no other thing to do. Obviously, I contacted a couple of people. 
that they, who this type of people like the no i do not have rich with people i can't the youtube like as in the, did you try to contact the head of youtube in south africa no or? i contacted a friend of, no i contacted oh. someone that had their contact the i did oh, not know they had their okay. contact i just that's the type of help they offered me okay. which i appreciated and i think it's worth saying the name because it's like there are people that are actually really good out there Tata is the one that helped me with this he, um i basically said so this is what's happening with me right now i kind of got hacked and he he said all right let me see what i can do and he spoke to a couple of people but unfortunately there wasn't much they could do either mm. so then um he referred me to the twitter page the youtube twitter page and we had a back and forth because i don't know months if anything weeks i i sent i don't know how many things in case my logo changed to this from this to that but now one thing that happened is that i think the next day they changed they okay they went live and then they changed my um the details back to my stuff so it's like they were giving back they were giving my channel back and mm -hmm. i'm like okay i got my channel back but i had already reported this problem so by the time youtube got to it they seeing it okay this channel abuse is changing from name this to this so they're like you know what summer it's gone so they summer suspended it and now i cannot wow. get it back and yeah and for a while i was like you know what youtube doesn't want me let me just let it go then i was like mm. but surely there should be some procedure especially since you had so many subscribers there should be some easy procedure for you to just easily get it back there wasn't any procedure but i i did the same steps over and over yes. and it did not help mm -hmm. so to be honest yeah it was the end of that mm. yeah it was which i don't mind now that i'm here i'm, I'm realizing that there was Fresh so, thought, yeah. yeah there was so much content also that wasn't a great okay it, it, it was a it, it was okay at the depiction of my start but they were not a great depiction of the type of effort i can put in so maybe it's good that they're gone mm -hmm. because all that's left now is when I was creating properly, when I was actually putting in effort, because there were videos I wasn't putting in effort at all. Mm. And it's kind of like, I, looked, I would look at them and be like, that's actually very embarrassing. Why did you mm. not try? You were mm. not trying. Mm. So now it's like, okay, now I'm actually trying. Mm. You know, so it's like, I guess it's okay for them to go. Mm. Yeah, and then learn me and my brand like this. Mm. Yeah. Now going back to the interesting, now going back to, you know, your second channel, you... Mm. You post videos of you in Pretoria and Cape Town. Of mm. course, people know that. Mm. You know, you also reside in Cape Town. You know, comparing those two cities, mm. what, cities, what would you say the difference is? Like, the difference between Ooh, the two yeah. cities. I'm going to start with Cape Town. Cape Town is money, money, money. Expensive. Money, no money, money, money. No and bottles, 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 bottles. And I'm the it girl. I'm the it girl. I have makeup. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is I look expensive. I'm living a certain lifestyle. I drink more every day. I don't touch these other bottles. I am a passenger princess because my man drives a Porsche. My man drives a Beamer. My man drives a Lambo. That's Cape Town. Cape Town. Yeah, There's yeah. so much of that in Cape Town. Yeah, yeah. So much of it. Yeah. And when you get to Cape Town, it's like it's either Ofola line and you join the line or you just... You don't look like you're from that's Cape Town. True, that's true. It's yeah. almost like it might be wrong, but there's segregation there. Definitely. No, 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 definitely. Okay, if you're going to the part of like that, it's big. Like, mm -hmm. apparently, you could even get a call from maybe a job interview and they tell you that, listen, you did not get the job. Mm -hmm. And then someone actually says, but to be honest, it's because you're black. 
So it's lit like yeah. with that, yeah. it's bad, but that it's worse. Crazy. But if I'm speaking from a social level, mm. yeah, Pretoria is very. I feel like Pretoria is relaxed. Maybe it's because I did have not experienced social life in Pretoria or Joburg. Maybe yeah. we lived here for so long. Maybe. Yeah, or maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's also that. Or maybe it's just because I've lived here when I was just in high school, so I actually don't really know much about this place mm. or anything that has to do with the social life here. Mm. You know, but yeah, but because. I can say my social life really grew when I was in Cape Town. That's all I saw in Cape Town. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful place, though. It's a very expensive place, and I get why people get to the point of trying to sell a particular type of lifestyle as theirs because everybody there is living a lifestyle. That's so true. now you want to look like, okay, I'm also living a lifestyle. That's true, that's true. You get me? And that's expensive. That's pocket. Exactly. Extremely. And yeah, I, I, I don't want to say too much because I'm going to start offending people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Cape Town is a whole lot of lifestyle. Pretoria, I feel like it's more relaxed. Okay, and then outside of that, the pace in Cape Town is kind of slow. Like, the feel of it, it just feels slow. It feels relaxed. It feels like... Mm. It feels like I'm using my pension money. I don't mm. have to rush. I'm not trying to make money. Mm. You get me? Mm. But there are hustlers. But mm. I think those are more in Joburg. Because you know how, like, or in Pretoria, like, that's people true, leave true. Limpopo, not to go to Cape Town, but to go to Pretoria and say, why I'm going to make, I'm going to try and live better, go make a or get a job, or earn something, earn a living, you know what I mean? And then only from Pretoria, then they go to Cape Town. Because Cape Town is giving, I already have my bag, I'm here to that's unwind, true, I'm true, here to true. chill now, I'm here to enjoy my bag. And for me, Pretoria gives, I'm trying to get my bag. That's true. You get me? That's true. Yeah. So I think that's really the best that I can say is the difference between the two cities for me the two cities for me mm -hmm. yeah so but, oh sorry long so long term you see yourself staying in pta in the long term in the long run good question um very good question because there are elements in my life that have me needing to answer those questions but i think i haven't decided because i'm open to both Mm. I'm open to both staying in Cape Town and both staying in, in Johannesburg or Pretoria. I think it's dependent on where my life goes. Yeah, I think it's very dependent on what is happening in that moment. And do the things I want for myself align with Cape Town or mm. do they not? And mm. if they don't, I'm not trying to just stay there. Mm. I will definitely come to Pretoria. Mm. But if the things that I want for myself and my life are able to align with me and Cape Town, then we can then I don't mind remaining. Yeah, I think when I first started varsity, my, my heart was on, I'm going to stay in Cape I'm going to study in Cape, in Cape Town, get a job, and stay there. But things... Because you began to know what Cape Town is like. It's not even about Cape Town. I think there's just other elements oh, in my life, yeah. yeah. It's just, now I'm like, I'm actually open to leaving the place. You mm, get me? But yeah. it's also just like... I don't have family in Cape Town, right? At all. I don't. Oh, right. So, yeah, it's it's... It's kind of like a tricky thing, but it's something that I've opened up my heart to. And yeah, I can't really say where I would be. Either way, as long as I'm comfortable where I well, am, yeah, exactly. it's okay. It's exactly. not deep. It's not about the city. It's exactly. not about the lifestyle. No, I mean, you can make money in Joburg and go stay in Cape Town as though that's where you reside. Mm -hmm. Or go visit Cape Town as often as though that's where you reside. So it's not that's about true. the place really. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, you, you you even had your twenty fourth birthday. I did. In, in Hosted by Black. I must say I was there. It yeah. was no, it was lit. Thank you. It was lit like Thank you very much. The venue was 
uh, also the the people you hired to bring the DJs, mm. you know the setting. Mm. Everything was just proper, proper, proper. Thank you. I try. Mm -hmm. I try. What were the since it's um it your event uh, company created mm. that? What mm. were the challenges? The challenges you you um yeah, encountered think, making that. Mm, I think um I'm gonna okay the first one I think I'm gonna speak on the day. Obviously, preparing everything was kind of like back and forth, you know, communicating with this person. I wanted like a smoke machine. I couldn't get it. Mm. Or the one I wanted was not available. So I had to get downgrade to a different one. The one wasn't the best. People were not, they were not able to breathe in that space. Mm. So I think one of the challenges were I might have wanted something specific and couldn't get that exact thing. Also because there was only a limited amount of time I had to prep mm. for it. So and it, then it was short notice that like you, you plan everything yeah i decided and, late yes because okay. I, I was i was actually not sure what i'm doing for my birthday and then okay. yeah and then it just happened that you know what let me throw a party mm. i think it's something i've always wanted and because and i don't 21st, really I mean, exactly exactly yeah. it's my 21st i had to do something, to do something and because yeah. i don't have a lot of friends i decided to make it an open thing i'm like you know what let me just make money out of this thing so let's throw a whole event to sell tickets and just have people come celebrate with me. Mm -hmm. For them, it's group. For me, it's my twenty first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did. I did that. And then the other challenge was, I guess. Did you, sorry, did you make a profit since you were charging people? Ooh, did you make yeah. a profit from that? I made some money. Uh -huh. Not money to call profit though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the reason why I haven't hosted another black event because I don't mm -hmm. want a repetition of that. Because so, you lost a lot of money. I lost gambling. Um, I mean, initially, I was like, you know what? I, I'm definitely doing this for myself for my 21st. Yeah. And I was not going to get money back if that was just my 21st. Number mm -hmm. one, it would have just been a loss completely. I wouldn't. Even, I can't even say it would have been a loss. It would have just been expenses. But now that I decided to integrate it into something that's like, that I can make money out of, mm. when I compare the expenses of the money I made, uh-uh, child, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just fine you know i had to spend for myself i had to like have my 21st but it showed me the potential of it it showed me that money can be made in this industry money can be made from that it, it, it just needs i guess a much more solid plan that's true a that's plan true. where maybe months in advance probably probably but also a plan that involves other people maybe sponsors you know find a way to make yeah, it work yes, outside of yes, your pocket yes. Yes. excuse me because personally i can't even finance that again that there was just it was ridiculous. How much did everything cost you from there? I can't really say how much that cost, to be honest. But it was a lot of money. Uh -huh. I, I can, I can just say this. It was, it was well above thirty thousand. Exactly. So, that's all I can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's, it was much money first. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing because at least you weren't disappointed because, since I attended it, you put people that you knew on guest list. Mm. You don't want you mm. for me. You didn't want to make it seem as if you're making money from it. You want mm. to make it seem as if yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. You know. Which yeah. Is, so everybody that I knew, like, yeah. and I personally was invited. Yeah. By inviting, sorry, yeah, on guest list. So it's still my 21st. Get me. And then everybody else, yeah, ticket way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, interesting. Very, very dope. Um, you know, we know that you have a clothing brand, so uh, like collections. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, there was a YouTube video I watched last year where, um, I think it was your first YouTube video mm. on your second channel, mm. where you encountered an issue where a customer, mm. from my perspective, was treating you and your brand unfairly, like okay. in terms of the, the, beat. the BDS, mm. the BDS mm. was treating you and your, 
To be how, honest, how do you plan on dealing with those customers in the future? I, I think, pe- pe- I like to say, people treat you how you allow them to treat you. Mm. So I think from the jump, just don't allow things you know you're not going to allow in the future. Like, I allowed them to actually, like, say, ask for alterations and all those things. And it's like, if I had said that there's a cost for an alteration, they would have known from the jump. But I didn't, you get me? And I was still new also working with people in that manner. So it's like, you're going to simp. Because, I mean, at the same time, you're trying to also create a name for your brand. That's true, that's true. So you're definitely going to simp. But then I realized that simping only means you're going to have to simp some more. Because uh, if you simp for this one, tomorrow this one will expect you to simp. That's true. So it's like, you just have to be firm about your business. You have to be firm about how you work. Like, I'm not taking this. This is not what I do. Mm. And then people don't even feel like they can ask you for that anymore. Mm. Or going forward, regardless. So, mm. for the, yeah, so from that, I learned that. So I think it also taught me that these things can occur. Because mm. it was my first time dealing with someone saying it does not fit. You get me? So it's like, okay, in this instance, I did not think about, okay, if someone says it does not fit, how do I go about it? Do I have to charge with alteration? Or do I bring it back? Or what? You know, I, I never went to that level because I always just did it fine. Now I encountered someone that did not give me the right measurement. Mm. So it's like, okay, what's the way forward? And that taught me to also, like, in business, you have to think about continuity. You just have, like, you have to have a backup plan. If this doesn't work, what's the way forward? If this doesn't work, what's the way forward? You know, you need to actually plan all, all of those mm. things. So, but to answer your question, just blatantly, just be very upfront about what you do, what you yeah. don't do, what you allow, what you don't allow, and what you charge for. Yeah. And then people won't be confused about what they can and cannot do with your brand mm. or I, ask for. I also don't agree with the saying that says, I don't know if you know it, mm. the customer's always right when you have a business. I do think, you agree with it? The customer's always right. Um, I think the customer's not always right, mm. but... In business, you have to treat the customer like they're right. So it's about making the customer feel like they're right. Giving the customer treatment that makes them feel like, okay, you heard what I had to say. Because, I mean, it it literally can take one person speaking ill about your brand and it just goes under. That's true. So it's also all about maintaining that. That's true. So it's like, you might be talking shit, but I'm going to say you're not. But then, sort of... So it doesn't... the customer doesn't end up destroying your brand. Exactly. But then also, and then moving forward, I will try and just diffuse whatever it is you have a problem with as quick as I can, just so I can stop dealing with it. Yeah. And then going forward, find a way to not have to experience that again. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just about, as a customer, you have to feel like you're being heard. Mm. Yeah. Like, for example, I had a problem with my laptop recently, and they basically were telling me that the warranty is only whether you can get a new one is only for six months i started saying things like yeah but i did not get my money's worth from this laptop i can't buy a laptop that this is so expensive and then not have this warranty allow me to exchange it for the whole yeah mm. and literally the guy was like yeah but the policy is and it's like it's pointless what? going back and forth with this guy yeah. because he can't tell me that listen doesn't matter what you're saying right now it's not gonna happen he mm. gave me. He can't say that to my face. And it's bad for his business because exactly. you, you he can't. Up going there. He can't say that to my so face. So I think, did you use that kind of example in your business? Where oh, no, this this was recent, mm. but I'm just trying to showcase that any business cannot tell you to your face that you're speaking nonsense, bro. Uh-huh. I don't care what you're saying. It's not gonna work. This is how we do things. They have to, they have to lay it low on you so that you feel like okay, you know what? I was hurt. You know what? It is what it is. Yes. Yeah, but. So that's the situation with the beat. It's just like, 
I did not basically tell her that to be honest, what you're doing is not fair. I just dealt with it, diffused it so I can move on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes that's the best way to deal with things and just work on not having to experience that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you plan on making the beads, your brand, local collections, a big thing in the future where like now you have a customer care where someone delegates that yep. finances, someone does that. If anything, I want to store for local collections. I don't know how many years it's going to take, but I definitely want to but store. hard work, you know, hard work. Yeah, yeah definitely hard work. It's mm-hmm. nothing else but that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what the future has in store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I definitely want big things for my brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Because I also want I also want to know, you know, you're a student as well. Mm. You have, you you have your own you do you do YouTube. Mm. You you have your own businesses, local connections, mm. and you know, like the like. How are you able to, you know, balance everything? Like some people might find that too much. Mm. The fact that you're a student at a university. Mm. You know. Um, I I, I don't know. And a YouTube because. The way I see it, also YouTube, you're trying to maintain the level of Yeah, views. you have to be consistent. Just, exactly, you have to be consistent. Um, to be honest, I just go with it. I think that until it starts feeling like a lot, then I don't think I will stop. Oh, yeah. If anything, I, I'd see myself open to even starting other things, but it's also just like you have to be able to first manage these that yes, you started yes, beginning. Yes, 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 yes. But I think I just go with it. Like if tomorrow I feel like, okay, I want to host a black event, I want to start working on it. And I mean, one thing that is a, um, a first priority is school. So that's already, it's out of the picture. That's just, that's what my life is. That's just what I have to do regardless. So I can't count it as work. Because if that becomes work, then what else I'm, okay, let's say, what there's nothing else I'm doing with my life. Like if I was working, like having a nine to five, then that becomes my life. But right now my life is school. So mm. that I can't even start seeing that as it's a part of the things I am adding to my schedule. If anything, part of your life. that's yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's your base. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's like my oxygen right now, basically. Yeah, yeah. So now the only thing that I can see is added is YouTube, Laka Collections, and Black Balaka. Mm-hmm. And Black Balaka is not something that I'm doing all the time. It, it's not easy to just host events like that. Yes, so yes, it's yes, something that's yes, also yes. kind of like stagnant right now. So I'd leave Laka Collections and YouTube. And YouTube. Yes. And YouTube it, it doesn't it's not really too much work i just showcase what i'm doing every day i showcase that i'm waking up i'm doing my bed like my for example my content from um Vlogging, yeah i'm just showing you what i'm doing so it doesn't really count as work to yes it is work because i'm moving my camera for angles and then i have to edit that's also a lot of work but it's not really too much effort it's just mm. i just have to put my phone there and do what you do on a daily basis. Just what I'm saying. Like, if I'm going to go do my dishes, I'm putting my phone in my okay, I'm doing my dishes now. Show different angles. Make it look a bit pleasing for the eye, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not really a lot. Yeah, it's not even a lot of work. So, I can't really count it as well. Okay, I can, of course, because, damn, I get lazy to edit. But it's really, it's just showcasing what you're doing. So, that leaves like a collection. And then, like a collection, I just started. And with the start, I've got two two designs that kind of went downhill which is scarlet and willow and i discontinued those and then i only have bella because bella was the one released that, that did well you get me so with that it's like it's also not that hard it's just a matter of if something inspires you and you want to make you just go look for material get a tailor made for your body and then take pictures and advertise put a price mm-hmm. so even with that it's kind of like it's not that bad it is a lot of work having to go up and down for the materials, all that, but if you stand back 
you realize it's not too much. Mm. As I, I don't think it's not like running a whole company. I don't think it's that right now mm. yet. It it can get there. It will get definitely, there. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But for now, it's you're okay. Taking things slow. You're yeah. making sure that you manage things. So that's why I don't like. I, I I'm not even at the point in my life where I have like a schedule. Okay, at nine o'clock I'm doing this. At ten o'clock I'm doing this. But I feel like people that are actually really really busy in their lives, they have that. Mm. They're up at the same time every day, and at the same time every day they're already starting to work. At the same time every day they stop working. At the same time every day they have this meeting. Does you know? Okay, yeah, my life is busy. Yeah. Cause I have scheduled times, man. Yeah. You get me? I'm you don't not there. Feel, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm not there. So yeah, I don't feel know. like I'm yeah. managing anything. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm doing it as my energy feels like it. If I wake up today, I wanna think of a design. Okay, I do that. Or I wanna, I do. That, but uh, I don't think I'm managing anything, to be honest. How long do the designs take you? Like, let's say a customer calls you to make a. a, a you do also do beads as well, like waistline. Mm. Oh, those long take long. I'm mm. even thinking of putting them on pause because of school mm -hmm. um but it would take me like two hours to make like one bead like one race bead and how much would you price it uh i priced them i think for 150 was it 150 yeah, i can't remember the price 150 200 i can't remember yeah, the yeah, price yeah, yeah. but that's how i price them they come in like a pack of three yeah well a set of three yeah um and i think i started off with that first to see i think before i ventured into the clothing to get mm. familiar with i guess selling stuff selling products because it's hard to just jump into something without a little bit of experience and also the only way to that's gain experience true, is to true, jump true, into true, it true, true. so i decided to jump into it with something small like beads because i was also into waist beads at the time and i was looking for waist beads and i didn't know anyone that was selling them so i'm like you know what i'm going to sell these things so i started looking you found for a gap, that's actually smart you found a gap in the market yeah, yeah. so i'm like i'm gonna sell these things yeah. so i looked for a place that sold beads looked for the string and then started making it and then i wore them first yeah. and then i started saying yeah i have these beads then i started getting questions like where do you get them oh my god i want them. I'm like oh i actually sell them when that started picking up traction then i started putting out like advertising that okay here's a waist and then i proper post a waist bead set of three this is the price and then started getting orders and then that's how it boomed and okay. yeah and then that's how people started knowing us always mm. beads from mm. there i'm like okay i learned the procedures the steps of actually ordering people what what information i need and then i started doing clothes mm. yeah so it's all about starting really so that's yeah. basically you have to yeah. start somewhere at the yeah. end of the day yeah you can't wait for okay i have to wait for this certain date mm. you have to start somewhere exactly you know um you know um i see that a lot of people look up to you like even people doing the same hairstyle, the same hairstyle as you, you even posted that on your Instagram. I did. I think it you was know. cute. Yeah, but how did you <laughs> act with that? How did you, did you feel, how did, how was that feeling like? Would you consider yourself as a celebrity? No, I am I not mean, a celebrity. No, no. I, I or think getting to that stage because, I mean, someone doing the same hairstyle as you. <laughs> Don't say it like that. No, because, I mean, think about it. Think about it when you look up to someone. When you I look up you. to someone, you mm. wanna, you know, wait, like as me, okay, as men, boys, mm -hmm. man, um, we look up to rappers, we mm. do the same hairstyles as them, okay. Clo we, we even wear the same clothes as them, mm. that's where I feel like looking up to someone, mm -mm -mm. so, so you would, would you say that, um, from that perspective, when people are doing the same hairstyle as you, mm. would you say that you're possibly even reaching that state of no, no. I don't think I'm a celebrity. I just think 
I happen to do a, lot, uh, a hairstyle that other people maybe have not seen before. Yeah. And they're like, this is actually cute. And then, like, you know, then I'll try it. Yeah. So I just think they just happen to see something they liked on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, interesting. Interesting. That's dope. Yeah. No, that's dope. That's actually... That's actually... Because, um, you know, from what I see, mm-hmm. in terms of, like... Would you, how can I put it, would you, are there even people that, like, how are your interactions with the fans? Let me put it that way, like, when you meet people, your fans, people that watch you, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have a lot of encounters with them. Um, I've had a few, yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you, how, how are your fans like, if I, if I can put it that way? I think how are my supporters? They are, oh, okay, okay. they're nice, like, they're always really excited to see me. Mm-hmm. They, they seem so nervous all the time and for me it's like I don't know why you guys are nervous but I mean I, yeah I don't know I don't know I mean I always big. try my best big, yeah. I always try my best to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. so I'll just but it's like, a good thing that you don't see yourself as big that's not an ego it's a good thing you don't see I get yourself that. I think that's why people might end up even liking you from that because you know people don't want someone that feels himself too much I get a celebrity that. Someone that's well known. Let me put it there. Mm. Someone that's well known to feel themselves. Mm. So I think that's the aspect people mm. um, like about you. Like when someone meets you for the first time, especially if they want to take pictures with you, mm. make it seem you'll 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 be very welcoming. Yeah, I try. I try my best to just make them comfortable. Like, hey, like um, you're like, how are you? Good. And then they'll ask, maybe ask for a picture. And then if there are those that are not asking for a picture and they're just basically saying, hey, I recognize you, then I'd be like, okay, do you want a hug? So it's like, I, 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 listen, I also don't know what I'm doing right now, but I don't know how to make you feel okay. I also don't know how I'm going to act. Do I just stop here, talk to you, like respond to you? Or like, what, what are we doing? Like, so for me, it's like, okay, my go-to is like, give them a hug. And then that makes everything fine. Just say, trying Maybe, to hug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, then that thing, they like lighten up and they go, oh my God. I just I mean, hug, yeah. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Or not even I just hug, like, okay, then now they open up. I actually like this, this, that, that about yeah. you. Or I was actually so nervous to come and talk to you, but you're actually nice. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then I also kind of like try and say goodbye in a nice way. So I'm just like, okay, you should enjoy the rest of your day. I said to everyone, and like, okay. Because... I'm also I I'm I, I I'm also as shocked as you are. I mean, I get that you're shocked to see me. I'm I'm also just shocked at the interaction. Like I don't know what to do. What and what to expect. Or also what to say to you. Yeah. You get me. So I would say we're both nervous. Okay, I'm not nervous, but we're both feeling emotions that are not our everyday. They are, I can just say that. Mm. Yeah. But outside of that, the interaction is it's always fun. Like because these are people that are happy to see you so there's no way that can turn like into a bad experience yes, yes, so yes. yeah and i think honestly if someone is that happy and if you show you, if you if if there's if there's good energy between you guys obviously yeah you know, and, and also if someone's that happy to see you like why are you not going to be snacks yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah there's yeah, absolutely yeah, no need yeah, just, just be just nice then you can continue with your day yeah. yeah so yeah yeah so that's how i go about those mm-hmm. well that's really really cool that's really, really dope. Mm. Um, it's actually the end of the episode. Alright, that was fun. That was nice. I really enjoyed nice myself. Season 1, episode 1. Where can people... I mean, people obviously know you. Mm-hmm. But for those that don't know you, mm. where can they find you? 
I am on Instagram at Laka underscore Kamo. I am on YouTube, Kamahelo Laka. I am also on TikTok, Laka.kamo. I don't really post too much on TikTok, but I'm there. Um, I think that's all. Uh, yeah. And yeah. check out our businesses, Laka Collections. I Okay, check out my clothing brand, Laga Collections. Check out my events company, Black Bar Laga. If you have a party, yeah, if you have a party, want to host someone like that, we can get that for you. Obviously, give you a quote, and yeah, we can maybe work on something. Um, there's definitely a reel to show you how my birthday went like to show you guys what Black Bar Laga can do. And there's also posts on Laga Collections for the type of clothing that I make so far. Scarlet and Willa are discontinued, but Bella's still there. Um, so yeah, also. Follow those pages so you can see when we reopen for the year. And then the caption poetry I haven't posted in a very long time. But whenever I'm feeling some stuff, be sure you're following it so you see my post. And yeah, that's me. Thank you, guys. I was with the lovely Kamukhelo Laka. It's been the first episode, season one, episode one of Kweche. Um, thank you guys for watching and have a good day. You're out. Bye, guys. Bye. Don't let the drama I don't wanna. I gotta. We could say. Now, what we got if we let you do that? We probably be laying on our backs. Talking this and that. You want my. You're playing your. It was whack. I never would play myself out like that. But, um. I guess that's where you at. That's where you at. What I'ma do is like, uh.